Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret. I am your host, Dr. Tana M. Session, and it's a pleasure and honor to be here with you again. I have a wonderful guest I'm pleased to introduce you to. Her name is Michelle Harris. I'm going to give her an opportunity to fully introduce herself, tell you who she is, the name of her company, what problems she solves in the world, and then we'll just get into it. So Michelle, take it away. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much, Tana. Uh, my name, like you said, is Michelle Harris. I'm with Boss Track. I have um, over 25 years of leadership experience in the corporate world. And I had the opportunity to uh, move away from that corporate world and start my own business. And I really thought deep into what my expertise and passion was when I was in the corporate world. And it was really surrounding developing my people and developing teams. So my, um, I kept coming back to the idea of Boss Track. And Boss Track is where we provide women's uh, leadership development uh, services. We provide courses, content, and community to help new women leaders uh, become comfortable and confident in their new roles by teaching them all of the softer skills and all the transitional information they need to, to move into that role. Great. And um, what I noticed, you know, when we think about women in the workplace, especially over the last couple of years, you know, over 2 million women have left. Many women are returning to roles where they have flexibility, such as hybrid or working from home because of caregiver responsibilities. What are some of the challenges that you've seen women in particular over the last couple of years um, challenged with facing in the workplace? And, and what are some of the strategies you kind of coach them through? Yeah, well, in the last few years, uh, I've definitely, with all the outreach that I've done, I'm definitely seeing everybody's uh, struggles with family. And, you know, before when, you know, they were working, away from home with families. It was the, the juggling the time and when can I go to see my kids in school activities and after school and picking them up and daycare and are they sick? Uh, but definitely with the working from home and when school, especially when schools were closed, they were all of a sudden having to become teachers and mm -hmm. really wear even more hats than, than before. And, um, you know, it's something that really brought to light the, uh, the um, I guess, the struggles that women do face and trying to, to find that balance and, and move ahead. And um, I, I like to kind of move away from that word balance and talk mm -hmm. about integration, especially now, because we are really trying to integrate all of the components of our, our life, um, you know, no matter, no matter what we're doing. And sometimes I feel like we're always going to be out of balance. Like sometimes it's going to be about work. Sometimes it's going to be about family, but it's, you know, overall finding the time to put our uh, best effort. <laughs> and, and I think we, you know, having the, having the, uh, and being okay with knowing that we've made our best effort in all those areas. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I have close friends and family and I like that you said it's integrating, right? Because it isn't a balance. And I tell people, 
um, you know, when friends tell me they're struggling with work-life work -life balance, I'm like, it's not a balance. That's a lot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, you, you have to be all in at work or all in at home, right? And it's, it's hard to sometimes make the choice. But, um, you know, when you think about when you're at work, you're in the zone, like that's kind of where you need to have your focus and your attention, but then also having healthy boundaries to know like, okay, it's time for me to shift, right? So maybe yeah. you have to take care of someone, you know, during the day and you got to make sure that, you know, the kiddos get lunch and a nap. Okay. Well now you're all in there. Right. And then you switch right. back. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's all, it's all about now being able to really shift your mindset and your, your brain and, and what your focus is on at any given time. And, um, you know, it, before it was at least a little, um, you know, there, the, the things that you were trying to shift between were somewhat similar because it was like, oh, work this, work that. And then you had a clear time where, okay, I'm leaving work and I'm doing this, but now it's like, now I'm doing work and then family and then work and then family. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's uh it just, be, it becomes more of a, I think a, a struggle or, um, you know, something to, uh, more to overcome uh, as we work, work through these times. Well, I definitely want to pause for a moment and just give a shout out to all women who are listening because yes, we are bosses. We're bosses in the home. We're bosses in the workplace, regardless to your level, regardless to your role and responsibilities. Uh, I tell everyone, if women left the workplace, it would just shut down. There would be no industries. Mm -hmm. There would be no capitalism because <laughs> really we're running things. And I think we yes. sometimes don't you know, really lean into the power that we have from that perspective. And with that power, it's okay to understand how to say no. And, and that that's oftentimes good enough. It's a full sentence, you know, it's like no explanation needed. I had a friend of mine that was struggling to tell someone no. And, and she said, you know, I feel like I need to explain. I said, why do you have to explain? Your no is your no. And your yes is your yes. Like mm -hmm. men don't explain. My husband, he says he doesn't want to do something. He just says no. And that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Like we need to learn that skill. There's power that is true. no. <laughs> Completely agree. Yeah. And I, I love when I see, I think I feel like I see a lot more of that on social media where, mm -hmm. you know, women are encouraging other women to just, just say no. And it, it, you don't need to, to do everything and you have to find out those things that really bring, bring you joy because by saying no, you're able to say yes to the things that, that really light you up and, and, and bring you that passion. Absolutely. Definitely. And let's talk about that in terms of like the balance of wellness as well. Right. So self-care, mental well-being, physical well-being, like all of those things, you know, oftentimes for women, we put them on the back burner, right. Because mm -hmm. we put everyone else in front of us. So what strategies do you share with your clients to help them understand how important that is and that we need to prioritize it? Yeah, well, that that's a good question because that is definitely a core pillar of our our program is it's not only about learning how to be a leader, but it's learning how to take care of yourself. So wellness is a is a key component of uh, of what we provide um, and resources we provide to the to our community and in our audience. And um, it's uh, I know I know it's difficult. I mean, I run into those times at all uh, as well, but it's finding those right times for you, whether it's early in the morning, whether it's a midday break or whether it's in the evening and making that space and time for yourself. Um, 
I talk about, or we talk about, um, you know, even scheduling an hour, half hour to an hour out of every day, just so nobody's scheduling, nobody's putting meetings in those times and just allowing yourself to breathe and think. And it can really be about anything. It can be about you personally. It can be about something work-related, mm-hmm. but just giving your time that you're giving yourself that space to be able to think. Um, and of course, we we promote meditation because I, I personally feel it that meditation, no matter how you do it, uh, it can just be sitting for 20 minutes and letting your mind race and being okay with that, or, um, you know, getting into a a deep practice, but taking time for that. We really talk about taking taking care of yourself physically and um, internally. And uh, it's, you know, all we can do is really provide those resources and encourage people uh, to be kind to themselves and to to be okay and to feel empowered to take take that time and just let everybody know that if you don't take that time you're not going to be the best for the people around you and your family needs that your kids need that if you have kids your your team needs that i mean it's it's just something it's it's not you being selfish by taking that time it's you helping everyone around you Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I used to tell my husband and my son, if mommy and wifey is not okay, no one's okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they knew that was like, okay, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> she needs some time. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we do have a, a habit of, you know, you know, because we are, I guess you could say maternal by instinct of wanting to take care of everyone else or wanting to take care of everything else before we stop and say, okay, now it's time is my time. Um, yeah. you know, and I still struggle with it, you know, years and years later, my son has grown out of the house with empty nesters and, you know, I do it be- because of work, right. So I love what mm. I do. I, I, I love the clients that I work with and I'm so focused on making certain that I'm giving them the best that sometimes I realize three weeks have gone by and I haven't exercised and I'm like, Whoa, okay. I need to put some time on my calendar to your point, block that time. So that nothing else gets on that space. And that's my commitment. And sometimes I'll even, even get up and just put on my workout clothes just so I think in my mind, like, okay, I have on my workout clothes. So I need to use them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I have to trick my mind and saying, okay, you got on those workout clothes. We're going to put them to use today. We're not just going to sit behind a desk in them, you know? So, mm-hmm. Yeah. There, um, there's a book and I wish I could think of the name, uh, small, tiny habits, small, something mm-hmm. habits where, yeah, they talk exactly like if, if you put, you know, to develop a habit, it's going to take time and um, you're not going to develop it right away, but every day that it'd be a, like a small improvement and before you know it, 30 days will go by and you have this habit in place, but they talk a lot about, you know, if you want to get up and work out, make sure you put your workout clothes right beside the bed or even maybe sleep in your workout clothes. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you get up and you're like all prepared and all you have to do is hop on the bike or you know, if you, or, or even like anchoring yourself. So if you say, okay, I, I'm going to do this every morning and it's, you already have a habit of doing something, anchor your new habit to that, to that habit that you already have so that you can, um, you're most likely going to just roll right into that. And then it just, it it gets integrated into the habits. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I can definitely attest to that. So <laughs> just over a month ago, I started law school and I had to change my whole schedule where oh, wow. I get up, you know, two hours earlier than I did before and, you know, work on schoolwork for a couple hours and then shift to client work and then try to, you know, do some exercise in the evenings or early to mid late afternoon. Um, so again, just like building new habits, right? So that way I know like, okay, this is what my body's doing. My brain's used to it. And when I don't stick to that schedule, it will feel weird, right? Versus yeah. I could just fall back into old habits and not work out for three weeks. So, yes. you know, yeah, yeah. So I can definitely attest to, you know, doing those 30 days and, and sticking to it. And yes, it's hard. It's, it's plenty of days I don't want to get up at 5.30 and I'm like, nope, nope, got to do it. <laughs> got to do yeah. it. And that, that book was Atomic Habits by James uh, Clare. Sorry, I completely blanked on that. <laughs> that's okay. I'm glad you remembered it so everyone can go out and grab their copy. So tell us about, you know, who was your ideal client and how do people find you? How do they find out about the work that you're doing at Boss Track? Yeah, well, the ideal client, the, the one we're really, um, I guess we market to and we really, really try to bring in is a new, a, a woman either new to a leadership role in a corporate environment or uh, preparing to be a leader and be an up and coming leader. And we really do talk about being in a corporate environment quite a bit, but it's not necessarily about being in a corporate environment. It's about having a team. That's really what we're focused on is how do you lead your team most effectively? How do you build trust with your team? How do you communicate with your team? How do you get the most out of them? So really you know, entrepreneurs that are at a point where they have a small team, small team um, can also benefit from, from our services. So, uh, but we're really, we really are focused heavily on women and talking about specific women, uh, specific struggles that women face uh, in, at, in the workplace. But we are also we have men as part of our community. We, we um, welcome men into the courses and we even provide resources for men on how they can help um, sponsor, mentor, and uh, pro provide a voice for women in um, the business environment and corporate environment to help bring women up because our, our ultimate goal is to make sure we're helping in some small way to change the statistics um, of women and leadership because, um, you know, when women enter the workforce, we're entering at almost 50% parity with, with men. But if you look at every step in the ladder along the way, we lose a pretty large percentage. And by the time, you know, we're in the C-suite, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty, a uh, small, There's small more. representation. Yeah, exactly. Especially for women of color. So mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, I, I know we're all trying to figure out what the right answer is, but, um, you know, that's, this is, this is our small, small part in trying to help change the, change the tra trajectory on that. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned about the men, you know, let's, let's talk about them for a minute because mm -hmm. I remember back when hashtag me too was the main topic of discussion in corporate America. And a lot of men pulled back yeah. From wanting to be mentors and sponsors for fear that they may say or do something that could be perceived as inappropriate or harassment. And so is that still a case? Do you still hear things like that? I haven't really been that in tune because my work has really been on more on the um, diversity space, but 
Have you been hearing any rumblings still about that? Yeah, honestly, I don't know if that was, you know, sometimes social media is hard because, you know, it's a few voices that get amplified and then it just feels like it's what everybody is scared about or everybody is worried about when it's really just a very small percentage of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But I honestly don't, I'm sure that 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 still exists to some level, but I don't feel it's at the same level. If it was at a certain level, even at that point, I think it was more, I mean, I would love for conversations to be still amplified around that because I know there are things that still happen in the workplace that Mm -hmm. are not okay. And, um, but uh, I also feel that, and maybe it really is a, 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 um, a response to, I know a lot of companies have the DEI initiatives and, you know, part of that is really bringing focus on um, interactions, uh, pro- appropriate interactions, and, and mm-hmm. may- maybe that's helping. But I, I don't hear as much of it anymore. And like I said, I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing. Right. Well, hopefully it is a good thing. Hopefully it was just a yeah. small, small group of voices that happened to be in the echo chamber or something. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can tell you that I've had conversations with men that are in the corporate world and they're not, I mean, they're not scared. They're not worried. And, and, you know, of course I'm in my small little bubble as well. Um, but I've, I've definitely seen my share of men that really want to help make a difference. Good. Well, we welcome all allies. Yes. So Michelle, tell everyone how they can find you, find out about Boss Track. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you? What's your social media? Like just lay it all on us. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, our website is www.thebosstrack.com. It's T-H-E-B-O-S-S-T-R-A-C-K.com. There you can find all of our resources. We have our courses are available. We have a community online that we are just starting to build. There's a free version and uh, and a uh, more advanced version. Uh, we have book discussions, we have podcast discussions. Um, we have a newsletter we send out and the newsletter, you can sign up by going to thebosstrack.com slash newsletter. And we really try to have some uh, light and fun information in the newsletter along with some helpful leadership advice and then you can also feel free to email me directly. My email address is Michelle with two L's dot Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S at thebosstrack.com. And um, our Instagram is uh, at thebosstrack. And uh, we're on LinkedIn at thebosstrack as well. So we made it really easy. Just make sure um, you use uh, the word the in front of boss track when you're looking for us online because you'll uh, find a completely different company if you if you don't (laughs) okay good well michelle thank you so much for joining us i'm really really appreciative of you joining here and having this conversation i think it's so important to continue to keep women at the forefront and people of color and understanding um, what some of the challenges are and what are some of the things that they can do on their own as well as with support like with organizations such as yours to help minimize any um issues or challenges or negative impacts that they may be experiencing in the workplace or in business. Um, So everyone, thank you for being here for another episode of Stop Being the Best Kept Secret. I am your host, Dr. Tana M. Session. Please continue to follow me as well at TanaMSession.com. 
and all social media platforms at Dr. Tana M. Session. Thank you and stay tuned for the next episode.